surely there can't be much longer. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to a brand new episode with your boys, Ricky and Larry. You can tell by the tone and Ricky's voice, happy, hyped, rolling, bouncing, QF, QPT, Champions League. I'm just throwing acronyms out. I'm only messing. How are you, everyone? How are you all doing? Hope you're having a wonderful, wonderful day. Larry, how you doing, my man? How um, well, I tell you what, I'm, I'm not as good as you, but you know, I think I think at this point of the season, you kind of deserve the hypeness. So I will I was, allow it. I was okay, allow it. Hype. Whoa, With the extra this hype, guy. You know what I mean? With the extra <laughs> hype. Well, I was about to say Cloud Nine. Really? Already Cloud Nine? I mean, mate, that, 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 I'm buzzing, mate. But I am buzzing. I am literally bouncing. I was watching that game, and it was even telling people at work. I don't know what it's done. But the fact that we haven't won a game, like scored more than one goal, first of all, for so long, it just felt like, yes, just to win. Just to, And I, I could see as well, a lot of Chelsea fans were just screaming and shouting and cheering. Listen, don't get me wrong. This is nothing to say like, oh, he's secure. I had to double amazing. take. I had to double take on the fact we saw that the Chelsea two, right? two goals. I mean, <laughs> we talk about this on every prediction and we're like, ah, yeah, it's going to be a one nil because I don't see who's going to score. Now they get two goals. Look, I know. It's safe to say I know. that you have been spoiled. You and the Chelsea fans have been spoiled this last week. So that just means Premier League. Just, just to say to you as well, we've scored. Four goals uh, that game. We scored four, four goals. Two were offside. Havertz smashed in top bins, but offside and so on. But you know what I mean? This is the thing as Chelsea fans, because you remember in previous pods, I was saying to you, previous episodes, sorry, we ain't creating. We are not getting anywhere near the goal to have shots or even have a pop at goal. Now that doesn't matter if you're offside, just, just shoot, just score and stuff. So yeah, the game started off, to be honest with you, mate, going straight into it. It started off on a really high energy, like very high energy from Chelsea, pressing. And it had to be done. You know, we're at home losing 1-0 on aggregate, had to be done. But we were in the ball up the pitch, trying to catch them on the counter, catch them pressing them. They were, everything that we've been saying or hoping to see Chelsea do, they were doing it. And rightly so. After 20 minutes or so, then Dortmund got into the game and started playing around. But yeah, man, Chelsea, I mean, Chelsea I'm were looking... just on it. You saw the highlights. You very rarely saw a Dortmund chance, apart from the free kick and another yeah. shot, I think, from their big centre-back. Other than that, they didn't I mean, really I'm looking... have... I'm looking at the lineups, uh, well, the lineup for Chelsea, and to be honest, it's it's Top pretty lineup. much what what you'd expect. And this is the Chelsea that obviously you're used to seeing with the three at the back. You mm-hmm. know, you've got the you've got the sort of wing backs in James and Chilwell. So it's 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 kind of good to see that Graham Potter's sort of like you know he's looking over historical records of Chelsea. You know, <laughs> for the past three six months, the yeah, yeah, like exactly. six months ago, I was like, oh wait, so he was playing three at the back. That's why they were winning. So I think I think you just got to play to the strengths, and you know, unfortunately for Graham Potter, he inherited a team that was not ready to be overhauled like that. You know, to sort of yeah, change yeah, agree, formations and stuff. You know, you need to put the the strength of the of the back three and the two wing backs 
there. Like you need to have that because apparently afar on the back, that's just. I don't know what happens to Chelsea I think, team. I think it just, uh, they just it sort depends. of get lost. You know what I mean? Wait, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think it completely depends who you're facing. Because sometimes if you want to play like a Man City and we play with three at the back, they will overload the midfield unless Potter can find a way of doing it. And I think against Dortmund, he did it really well. There were times on attack where we did play with three at the back and Chile more or less played a midfielder, like a left-winged midfielder. Uh, and Cucurella could then cover the left-back roles. You know what I mean? So the game continually changed throughout the whole period. So the tactics were just fluid. There were three, four at the back, three at the back. Times there were five because we got pegged back so far. And and that's good to see. Again, is it convincing and does it fill you with hope moving forward? It's difficult to... Uh, it's. I mean, at the end of the to overlook what's happened. Basically, it's one difficult to overlook it, yeah. what's happened. Exactly, it's one game. It, we're hyped. We're excited. Champions League. Come on, yeah. So on and so forth. Yeah, we're cheering as fans because we love our team. But it's difficult again to see if you're going to ask me the question: Is he the right man? No, no. I think I don't. I don't think we're going to ask that you question can't judge because that on one game. Do you know what I mean? Because like, no. obviously, it's what has he done so far? Is we've been drawing, losing, drawing, losing. No, right now, now he's two. not the. Right now, he's not the right man. Like, doesn't matter yeah. that you won the Champions this League match. Moment, yeah, exactly, he's yeah. not the current right moment, man. Like, no. We still a lot of Chelsea fans, mid-table manager. Now the challenge starts now that we've won two and a one nil and a two nil. What's he going to be like at Leicester away? When Leicester are going to sit and Leicester are not going to come out and be and leave as much space behind like Dortmund did, you know what I mean? Like Man City did against uh, us at Stamford Bridge, where we looked really good and we were like, "Wow, we're competing with City. That's really good." Do you know what I mean? I don't know. I mean, it's, Leicester Leicester can can obviously you know sort of hype themselves up a little bit from the previous matches in the Premier League when they see Chelsea play, but I, I just think I just think you know if you if that formula was there and working even for the previous manager whose name shall not be mentioned, you know if he's working for the previous manager, then unfortunately, like I said, for Graham Potter, you are not here to reinvent the wheel you know you've got the players there the tactics have already been laid out for you do you know what if, yeah. if nothing's been written down go watch the previous matches end of yeah, last season do you know what I mean and it, it sort of gives you an idea of how this Chelsea team should be played and look and let, let's just be honest as well and sort of fair to Chelsea that you have been missing players that we three, we missed that five at the back at three point. at the back you know that can't work yeah. without James and Chilwell so once once they're out of the picture, you have obviously I understand that he has to change the squad. Mm-hmm. I get that, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you know it, it's it's a bit difficult for him as a manager when you've got someone above you who's buying all these players that you don't really necessarily need That's right it. now. You know, fair enough. And Enzo Fernandez, you've got João Felix uh, in as uh, on loan and stuff. But maybe these aren't the players that you need. Maybe you need the backups for your Chilwells and your Reese James because that's that's like they are two key players, two positions that make well, that Cucurella Chelsea team. was pick, meant you know? to be that backup to Chile, yeah. and then Reese James, obviously with Aspie still there. Uh, they've bought a new kid as well from Leon, so he'll come in the summer. But because uh, he got bought this January, then loaned back out. So the covers are there, but again, like you say, the cover needed to happen for this year because we lost both of those fullbacks, wingbacks, fullbacks, whichever you want to look at it. Yeah. And then we just seem to sort of crumble, like defensively leaking goals, going forward, not creating enough. We weren't dangerous from the uh, from the wide positions, which is Chilwell and James gave us that width and that attacking option. But I mean, like, even yeah, from the highlights, that, by the way, that's overall like that's pretty much the, that's been our problem. October onwards really just before the World Cup we had a couple of games we were like okay to draw a win won some Champions League matches you're like alright let's see the where this is going then wasn't it like oh we're missing these players well in the league we kept Fine. seeing it didn't yeah. we winning in the Fine. Champions League Fine. as fans we didn't ask the questions yet because we're like okay we're well, a new manager give yeah. him time World yeah. Cup happened had time after the World Cup and then obviously 600 million price tag or not 600 price tag but 600 million spent you're like okay listen what's going on here now we need to do something like what's happening and it's not his fault for 600 million but 
Are the media going to apply pressure? We've applied pressure when he's listening to yeah. any sportscast. Of course, when he listens to it in, in the back. When he listens look, to it, he sees the pressure. I just hope he doesn't, you know, like do some crazy stuff. So No, hopefully not. Back, hopefully you know, he you know. won't do anything like that. You know what I mean? Because like, he likes to listen to the next episode because we keep exactly. him engaged. You know what this mean? is why he's changing. So if you listen out there, obviously I know I know Mr. that Herb, we know that, yeah, we know that you are. Yeah. yeah, we know that you are, right? Shout out to you. Shout yeah. out to you, GP. GP. <laughs> Brilliant. Stop it. Brilliant. Stop Brilliant. It. Hey, we started with scripted. This is not even scripted. You know, this is what we do here. We, uh, we, just, we just, this is it. This is <laughs> Straight off the bat. Tell. Straight off the bat. You know, I had listen to this and uh, send me a message on Twitter saying that we can tell that you guys have been friends for a really long time. We're like, we've been boys since like primary school. We're like, don't even chat to me. For a long time. Don't for a long time. Yeah, I know we got our uh, differences and stuff in terms of like the, the teams that we support and whatnot, but... Hey, yeah, it's football. football. We exactly. still love football at the end of the day. But now, listen, let's, let's focus on Wednesday. Let's focus on Wednesday. So, how would that, like, obviously, with the lineup coming out, I was like, do you know what? I was a bit worried, I'll be honest with you, when I saw Cucurella on the team sheet. I was like, ah. Yeah. Centre back as well. He like, hasn't played for so the, long. Yeah, he was like the left the left centre back of yeah. the three. And then I saw, obviously, what's his name? Uh, Kulibali. And I was like, hmm, this boy, because obviously, we've had, I've had my reservations around Kulibali in the terms of is he going to be a Van Dyke? Not Van Dyke, so is he going to be like a Romero for Spurs? We just go in and then get a yellow card, or is he going to be so laid back that he's kind of completely not even pressing when Van Dyke was a bit off his game? That Obviously, guy is so like good at defending. Quality. He's so good at defending that he even defended for Dortmund. That's how Did you good, see that. Did you see that? How is, he, how is he? How is that hit his foot? By the way, how is he finding himself from one end of the box to the other end of the box, like you know, to the end, other end of the pitch, and he's defending that side, and then he's running, and then he's showing his worth. He's just showing his worth, isn't he? Just showing his worth. That's a proper defender, right What there. to do? Like a true defender, his yeah. job is to defend the goal. It doesn't matter which goal. Just matter, defend. He's blind to that. Yeah, no, yeah, it doesn't discriminate it. on which goal. He just no, bro. You know, no, exactly. He just sees three paws done. This That's is it. me to defend. That's it. He was now, good. listen, joking aside, I was worried. I was worried when I saw him. Uh, Wesley Fafana was on. James, I thought, okay, here we go. See what happens. I was happy with the midfield. Kova and Enzo, I thought, for me, that was our best yeah, start good, midfield and on form at the minute. And then up, up top, uh, yeah, again, Sterling, Havers, Jao Felix. I was like, okay, because he's not going to leave Jao Felix out. I was like, let's see what happens here. Sterling, Champions League experience, Havertz, Champions League, uh, Felix as well, all three of them really. And what I really enjoyed from it as well, because we started on the front foot like so strongly to get the crowd on our side, and we needed to do that, the, the crowd were behind, us, behind the team. Uh, it was nice to see the little intricate plays between the three of them and the way they were moving. At one point, Sterling was up top. Havertz would have been right wing or left and so on and so forth. So they were just so fluid. It must have been so difficult for the Dortmund defenders to mark. But as the game went on, the minutes started ticking over. You're like, oh, what a chance there. Oh, what a ch- Oh, and they have a lot of just noise, just a lot of like kind of thinking, here we go again. Are we really going to do this like we did in Dortmund and then go and concede? And Because obviously, if Dortmund had scored first, they close shot. We ain't scoring. Our heads would go down. That was Definitely. it. So we needed. No one's going to fight. Yeah, no one's going to fight to score a goal if Dom no. got one up, which is two, obviously two in aggregate. And that's that's some and of the characters of that, we're missing. Yeah. We're missing those yeah. characters, those kind of like t- leaders in the team to kind of you know. And you've heard this term a lot of time. You and a lot and a lot of the listeners would have grabbing the game by the scruff of the neck. Really, no, no, none of no Chelsea player is that type of player. No, absolutely not. You know what I mean? And I agree we're with like you. Quite on that, glamorous, yeah. quite fashionable, like a hazard quite pretty style. playing. Yeah, we need somebody to be like, no, do you know what? It's time to, to take it a level yeah. here. Now, stop pissing about. Let's, let's yeah, just get on with it. literally yeah. it. Stop pissing okay. about. Let's k- get on with the game. SPB, and from now on, that, that's, it's going to known as SPB. Stop pissing yeah. about. Stop pissing about. Love it. SPB acronym in all the hell of this. Without is that, the, are you uh, sure that's SPB? Yeah. Wait. 
No, it's an A, obviously. Yeah, S-P-A, I was going to say, right? Out. So, I've just taken the A off. It just sounds so much good PB. Though. Stop pissing exactly. bout, bout. Yeah, stop pissing bout, innit? That's, you've got to say it fast. You've got to say it fast. <laughs> or else it doesn't work. <laughs> stop pissing bout. There you go. Um, Let the A roll off. off your tongue and completely away without yeah. even coming out. Let <laughs> it roll. Kick it off. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need the A. You don't need the A. Proper it's English. Okay. That's what we do. That's what we teach here. But uh, no, you, look, I, I watched, like I said, yeah, I watched the highlights. Sick game. And, sick game uh, to watch. From what, I, from what I saw on the highlights, they were a bit on the extended. So, you know, I saw a little bit more. Yeah, it, it, it looked like, I don't want to say gelling because, you know, it's only one game. So we just one game. Yeah, yeah. But it's something to build on. It could possibly be the foundations for something else. Again, we'll see tomorrow what it's like. That's it. I mean, it could be down to the, to the formation. It could be down to the personnel that would pick because when you look at the personnel, you've got Jao Felix and Enzo Fernandez from the recent buys. And then everyone else has sort of already been in that team since mm. the beginning of the season. So, and like, and then you've got yeah, your, yeah, yeah. So from beginning of the season, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hear what you're saying. Oh, yeah, sorry, I thought you two, meant. Yeah. No, no. Then you've got your two wing backs, obviously, who are part of that Chelsea squad and have been for a very long time now. And you know, arguably, you could say that that Chelsea team under under <coughs> the manager, the previous manager, that shall not be mentioned. Yeah, um, Voldemort. Could, yeah, Voldemort. Exactly. Oof, hurt. Oh, um, no. You could tell that. You know, the team was, well, sorry, you, arguably you can tell that the team was sort of built around them, you know, because, you know, they were bombing up and down and then you had everyone else in the, like a Sterling and a Havertz to sort of, you know, just to squeeze it in, if you will. But ever yeah. since they've gone, then, you know, the likes of Havertz and Sterling and and the and even Ziyech when he, when he obviously plays, there, there isn't enough, there isn't enough confidence in those players to go and, like you said, grab it by the scruff of the neck because you need the two Chelsea kids, well, one Chelsea kid, which is James, but obviously Chilwell's been there for a while as well. So you yeah. need someone with the, with that Chelsea foundation in a way, but without being... No, I agree. You know I what agree mean? with you. Somebody who loves the club and kind of supports Thank the club. You. That's literally That's what it. it's Because obviously to most of these guys who have come in now, there's probably a job to them. Yes. Their club is going to be some some team out there, probably in tell. Argentina, some team in Portugal, some team here and there and everywhere. Whereas, like you say, these players who come through the academy know what it's like to be Chelsea. They've been there as kids through the Didier Drogba days. They've not been there before Drogba and stuff because they're more or less they're younger than you and I. So oh, they've been oh. there like 2010, probably 2005. You know, when they've seen success for Chelsea, they've yeah. seen lifted leagues, Champions League once, and then. Obviously, some of them were part of the Champions League the second time. So, yeah, I totally agree with you 100%. But again, that may take time. They may take the right manager to motivate them in the way to kind of see them that you need to bleed for this club. But that or manager does that to you. You cannot do that just by turning up and making 200, 300 grand a week. Do you know what I mean? You can't, there's something else that kind That's of gets you. Enough. This is why we've lost the teams like... Uh, or drew or lost, sorry, lost points, not lost, but even dropped points to teams like a Brentford, no disrespect to Brentford and so on, because these players are playing for their careers. Southampton at home, these guys were playing to stay in the Premier League. Bournemouth, so by the way, gets Arsenal, aside. same thing. Bournemouth. Yeah, exactly. So that, like, the way, yeah. and you, all of a sudden, you're like, hold on a minute, how is this team was like last for Chelsea and bottom, second from bottom from, uh, for you boys, winning 1-0 and 2-0 at our ground? How is this possible as fans? So yeah, 100% agree with you. But yes, yesterday and yesterday, day before, because as we're recording this on Tuesday night, whatever, whenever that was, I've lost track of time. Time. What is time? We, what is time exactly? <laughs> Space and time that we don't know anymore. But uh, it was for me. It was. It was. It was quality. Kova played really well. Kovacic was fantastic. Kovacic is a, is a great player. He, he just, and I always and he was I, going forward as well, man. He was brilliant. Like he just took the ease, the pressure. Because sometimes from midfield, you'd heard me before, been crying out for somebody to run with the ball from midfield, yeah. take a player on. And then he just opened so many more possibilities. Because normally we just That's had it. to get it past left, get it past right, go back, get the ball. 
and that was it. Like Enzo can do that. Enzo can pass. Kovac can do the running man. It was fantastic to see for me. It's again, again it's, it's one game. I'm trying not to no, get no, carried that's away. Fine, no, that's but, fine because we're yeah, only discussing I'm, the one I'm hyped, game. I'm hyped. Yeah, we're only discussing the one game. We're not discussing like you know what potentially could happen because that's again that just remains to be seen. Doesn't matter yeah, what we exactly. say. That's all speculation. But um, with Kovacic, I mean, I've always complimented him as a player, and I, I genuinely think he's one of your best midfielders. Um, even like, obviously, I know Kante definitely is or was at least because I haven't seen him play in a very long we'll time. So I can't, yeah, so back, yeah. I can't, I can't really say. Injury may have ruined him. But in recent time, especially this year, I think Kovacic has actually been your best midfielder before the injury, and you know, before mm. he, well, he was injured, wasn't he? He, did, he didn't get dropped; he was injured. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, no, he was injured. I think yeah. he picked up a, like a knee injury, like a hamstring it's, or something. Along can't the mess around with that. Yeah, exactly. Can't, so can't mess around with that. So I think I think him in the team with an Enzo Fernandez, like you said, Kovacic can run. Enzo Fernandez can pick a pass, vice versa as well, because Kovac is actually quite good at passing as well. Yeah, but when you yeah. have those two dynamic players sort of bouncing off each other in that same role, then it makes it more difficult to defend because, again, you've got those two in midfield, but now all of a sudden you find that the opponents find themselves with like three, four, five Chelsea players up top, like, you know, as potential options for these two to yeah. put the ball to. And, and that's, that's what's that's been missing. And unfortunately, unfortunately, and I say this, like full heartedly, that Conor Gallagher is not a Chelsea player, and he is not the player to do that in in your midfield. No, but he is a very good squad player. So, That's like fine. to give him credit That's on fine. something as a squad player to come on twenty minutes, thirty minutes, he's a squad player. Now, again, like you say, it remains to be seen. I slated Conor Gallagher. I'll be honest with you, I've I've trashed on him. Still do. so many episodes, right? But like when I think of the bigger the bigger picture is. Who else is going to be there? So we lost Jorginho. So in midfield right now, we've got Ruben Loftus-Cheek. In that sort of defensive midfield, the CM position, yeah. if he's going to play with five at the back. Uh, Conor Gallagher is that what we just mentioned earlier. Boyhood club, been playing for Chelsea since he was a kid. Came through the ranks, you know what I mean? Mason Mount is another one who will put his heart and soul into Chelsea. Ruben Loftus-Cheek is a bit sometimes a bit of a hit and miss. Got so much potential. But yeah, like these guys are squad players. But when the squad is so big and you need to balance the books, Conor Gallagher... Will be sacrificed. It will be sold for probably forty million. There's yeah, clubs mean, out there who will probably yeah, buy him. That, that's Mason just Mount impact. apparently fifty million. Exactly, because they're English. But what I mean for Chelsea's point of view, if you sell a Mason Mount for fifty, you automatically just made fifty million profit. You have because he came but at through. the same time you potentially lost one of your brightest, one of your brighter talents. Yeah, yeah, of course. Or you know, sort of forwards, if you will. So that there's always a balance to, to these things. You know, it, it never, yeah. it can never, again, we can never be sure what's going to happen. Like again, going back to the Mudrick thing, real quick. That guy was, you know, a lot of money was spent for him. He came in. Let's face it, he has not performed. He hasn't done very well. You no, can't no, say, no, you apart can't. from that 20 no one, minutes or wherever he came on at Anfield, he hasn't no done one anything can say, else. No one can argue against that because, again, we've got eyes. Like, you know, stats no, maybe something he's had moments, eyes, Like huh? I said to you in previous episodes as well, he's had moments where he's trying to get the ball forward, but majority of the time to re... Like, to, uh, overall, his brain is not working as fast as his feet. Yeah, that's right. He doesn't and have his the feet football in brain right now. Quick, yeah. yeah. And obviously, maybe like, not so much of the Theo Walcott because I think... Theo Walcott could run but couldn't cross. Mudrick can kind of get a cross in, but sometimes I feel like he can do so much more because sometimes you watch him in training, he's left foot, right foot, top bin each time. You're like, dude, how are you two-footed 
and not able to do that on the pitch on a Saturday. Now, is it nerves? Is it is it confidence? Is it wh- whatever it is? The manager really needs to sort that out because that's what he gets paid for. All it takes, for Rick. All it takes, though. All it takes for the media just to like you know sort of put him up on on screen one time, and that's it. Pressure's already built, and he's, he it, hasn't yeah. even he probably hasn't even played for the team yet. Do you know what I mean? That, no, no, I agree. Like, as soon as he's on that screen, everyone's going to go after him. Yeah. Oh, that whole 007, What was it? The meme and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That zero zero seven. That doesn't yeah, help. Yeah, yeah. That does not help a player. That was Jaden Sancho, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't help at all. And that's it's what sells out the right. don't it? We're very good in Britain to kind of like just attack somebody yeah. so that then that because then that becomes new. So obviously at the minute Chelsea and Potter has been on the back pages. How is he not doing this? There's a reason there's a reason for Chelsea course, and Potter. But, but, but when you say about Arsenal and Arteta, for example, you know, we're, we're hated out there. We are absolutely hated. Like none of us, none of them wants. I've just seen a, a Premier League channel. I've got, I've got it downstairs. I was watching an interview with someone from Premier League, and they were talking about the Bournemouth Arsenal match, and the way that this guy came on, like, oh yeah, two nil down to uh, Arsenal, two nil down. Oh, and I'm like, wait a second. If you actually go back and watch that game, the first goal that they scored, that should have been that shouldn't have been allowed anyway. The the t- the 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 kick from the sp- like from middle spot shot it should have been retaken because the players were over the line. I don't care whatever it happened, right? Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Okay, that's fine, mate. But we won three two at the end, so it doesn't matter what Bournemouth did during the game. What matters is at the end of the game. I think but I it's just little things like that. Well. Exactly, yeah. It's these it's these little things, and and it's, we again, like to the commentators like you said before, whoever's at the top, we like to knock them down and knock them off their pedestal to be, and then that's again, that's what sells. Go, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's Absolutely. what literally sells, doesn't it? Like you guys are at the top, this is what's happening right now for Chelsea. Is the amount of money you've spent, Luka? Uh, well, not even with Mudrick. It's to be fair, it's with any of them, all of them. Yeah, uh, would you Mudrick call, is like, just one. Fernando Torres yeah, was fifty million. Yeah. Pepe for you guys was seventy-five, and all automatically the price tag becomes the biggest thing, you know. And you think to yourself, it's not the player who dictates the price; it's the club to club, and. But as fans and so on, you'd be like, that guy costs 100 million. You're like, yeah, I know, man, but like, um, I cost 200 grand a week. That's what I cost, not 200 million. Do you know exactly, what I mean? Technically, exactly, that's what yeah. I'm dictated, not so yeah. much. But yeah, listen, the, but Mudrick has got potential, but he's not performing to the level that was expected or what he'd been brought in for. Can I ask uh, you, though, real quick what, on Mudrick, uh, there was a rumor going around, and I will try and find this, but that Shakhtar were actually, you know, potentially saying that we would be able to buy him back. Now I don't. Arsenal, it's, 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 Shakhtar, not a Shakhtar. Shakhtar was saying that they're willing to purchase him back if, obviously, if it's not working. Now I don't know how how much truth there is to that. I will find the article. Uh, I, I, I can't see. I can't I see Todd know. Bowley giving up on like on Mudrick after what six months, let's say, because they won't be able to buy him till June. Maybe he's not In happy. Six months time, he's not going to give up on his eighty million pound uh, investment, ninety million, however much he was investment. And I know with the money we're doing is kind of in installments that we're paying them, and also to financial fair plays in installments because of his contract. But yeah, he's not going to give up right away. And like I said to you, like for me, watching him in training, he's exciting. Like when I watch training pitches, he comes on the pitch that moment. I'm like, yeah, go on. And I'm like, oh, just go on, man. So he's excitement, but also then a disappointment in thinking, why did you not just do this instead of... But again, I think it's more of a confidence. Let's give him yeah. Let's give him the six months, give Want him a full watch, pre-season yeah. with the team, possibly by Christmas, like actually make a full judgment by yeah. Christmas. I, think now, I know fun. a lot of fans out there might think, Christmas? Are you joking? What's that? Like yeah. the full 2023? Of course, but he needs a pre-season with the team. Maybe even the language barrier. Possibly. Is, is he no, hey, good enough? Be, is he getting the banter? Is he getting the sort things, of... Yeah, it could be exactly. many things. So all the, 
is what's where's he living? Does he have his family over? Has he got every time maybe he goes out the window is and obviously it's an awful thing what's happening in that part of the world. But is he just getting kind of spoken to or or any point? What do you think of uh, Russia and Ukraine? What do you think of this? And a microphone shoved in his face. Even about the microphones, political views and so on. Even the team, the teammates as well, isn't it? Just maybe some of. I'm not saying that that's true. This is true, by the way. No, no, of course. But we're just speculating. It could be be down to season as well, isn't it? They ask him questions that he's not comfortable in answering, and like you said, the language barrier doesn't help. Mm -hmm. But again, that part of the world, like you said, if his family's there. I mean, let's face it. Yes, it, know, it's football. Right? It's only football. Like, you know, there's other important things. And if his family's there, of what's course. he going to be thinking That's about? No, football, he's not going to be thinking about Trent yeah, Alexander-Arnold. <laughs> no, he's not going to think about that at all. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So this is the thing. So let's hope. Let's uh, For me, for Mudrick, I will judge him at Christmas time. I've seen moments. I've seen, obviously, we saw that cameo that we all, the world saw against Liverpool and we all got hyped. But then it started quickly dying down from there. And then there were moments where he wanted to pass forward, but the player didn't get it and so on. And it becomes, again, like not sticking up for him or anything, but it becomes a point of if the ball, if I make you a great pass and you don't score, then that doesn't count as a great pass for an assist because there's no record. Everybody forgets of that great pass. But if you score the goal, then all of a sudden, Ricky passed to Larry, Larry got the goal, Ricky gets a great assist and so on and so forth. You know what I mean? So, yeah, these little things. But like I say, for Mudrick, let's judge him by Christmas, pre-season, is that a year to probably possibly learn a few lingos and a bit of banter and a bit of what uh, what is it English humour and hopefully can get on with the lads slightly better. But yeah, I think it's a, just a gelling thing and working. Just the team just need to gel. And but is Potter the man to do that? Is the biggest question. That's a huge question. It really is. Um, but That's again, look, the biggest question. It, it remains to be seen. Mudrick is one to watch for the future for sure. Like you can't, I'm not. I can't, yeah. You can't say that he was for this season. That's definitely not fair at all. Um, all right, forty third minute. Sterling gets a goal. Now, I, I watched this on the highlights. I'll be honest with you. He got a bit lucky because Very Royce, because Royce was Very there. Lucky. He miskicked it, and then he went in for a second chance, which is like you have to you have to bury this, and he did. Which I'm it sat up nicely for him, though. That's another thing. The it ball did. bubbled, it it bounced, and it's at that half volley strike. You know when he just like need that sweet look. connection. Yeah, again, you need that look like you, you know it comes it off it. comes off the defender's laces. It doesn't matter. It came off him. He scored. It's doesn't done. Matter. Like, yeah, it's yeah, a no. goal. How it goes yeah. in, it's gone in. As it's a Chelsea gone, yeah. fan watching that game, when he miskicks it, I'm like, oh my. god. God, what is happening here? Because you know, if you're watching and the ball comes in, and bear in mind, this is live as well. I'm watching it in replay now. I'm not that bothered because obviously I know what happened. happened. (laughs) Watching it live, I was like, no, how's he missed that? Because obviously he didn't score from the moment of him missing it to the moment of shooting the ball hits the net. It's a couple of seconds. In those couple of seconds, I'm like, oh, this is just not our night. This is literally Chelsea. This is us all season. Cannot score to save our life. And then he scores. And I don't know why. Maybe I'm the only bloke out there, right? But I've got, I had a tendency to. I took my hoodie off and I'm just waving it about in the living room. But my, my wife and daughter are like, like, what's what is going on? And I'm like, we scored. Fucking get in there, come on! I get out into the garden and I'm screaming. I'm like, come on! I'm gonna. So I'm yeah, gonna I was buzzing. I'm I'm honestly, the end I was commentary my- of that match. I'm gonna put that at the beginning of this podcast of this episode. Just the you know, just the whole Chelsea celebrations at the you know at the beginning. Because yes, yes. I think you deserve it. All right. When, oh, when we yes. do when we do the previous yes. episodes, I, it's not hard for me to find like an Arsenal one. You know, and Arsenal did it go. Oh, here that. we go. Here we go. But then it's a bit difficult to find a Chelsea one that doesn't sort of, you know, offend or people like, oh, this Chelsea, oh, come on, man, give me something yeah. good about Chelsea. So now give I can. Now yeah. I can. This, okay? this, this is, is good, good about Chelsea. Champions League final, 
two nil. Retiring home. after this, not my podcast really well. after this. I was just waiting. I'd for like you to say win. the thing that you said about Enzo. You, you mentioned something about Enzo before we came on air. Um, I don't know. What did I mention about Enzo? So something that he had to go home and empty his pockets or something. What was that? Oh thing that yeah. Said? Well, you know, because you heard it, didn't you? Something. Yeah. There was on the news. There was a lot of stuff going on out there. You know, people were getting worried. They were panicking because they couldn't find where Bellingham was. But then when Enzo went home, he emptied his pockets and he just it was just there. It was just yes, there. So. Yes, he was. Then exactly. he got done for trespassing because he didn't realise he was there. Exactly, bro. Exactly. You know, the security guard had to be like, you know, is he with you? Well, I didn't realise, but yes, he is. Um, so does that mean that does that mean that 20 million, 30 million comes off Jude Bellingham or what, what does that mean? Has now? to come off the price tag. So, Has to come off. It's only fair, right? If we take what's it his off, nationality though? Is he still British? Like, is he British? No, no, no he can't. Nothing's happening. But add it on. Add it on. Add it on. So that's how yeah, it yeah, works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Add it on. Add it on. But, uh, but yeah, look, it's it's good it's good to see that obviously you know even Jude Bellingham can have an off day sort of thing. Um, I don't think it's going to get held against him, but it's yeah, always there it. for, for other coaches to watch and be like, okay, how did Enzo do this? How did the midfield do this? That's it. I mean, once you shut That's that guy it, yeah. down, like, nothing happened really. Even in the highlights, I saw Dortmund maybe two bits of highlights from Dortmund, and then the rest was just Chelsea just going forward, uh, getting balls in. Um, Habits obviously missed. Habits uh, missed. Oh, that was a shaver. Uh, Rick is actually uh, shaving is his the, ankles right the, now. No, Rick is not. That is the buzzer. Just bear with me. <laughs> there he's back. Um... I, I put a sign outside to say, do not disturb uh, podcast recording. But clearly the, delivery, the, the delivery driver was like, can I leave this package with you, mate? I was like, do you not have one of those no, red mate. lights? You know, professional stuff, red lights. On, on yeah, top just of like, stuff. I feel like I need to do it outside. Yeah. But and just, I like what you know, you've done with the lighting in, in, uh, in your room as well, by the way, all blue. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, Chelsea Thanks, all man. through and through. So no, I was just saying, saying my guy picked up on it, yeah, my I was, guy. I was just uh, saying guy. about Havertz before obviously his penalty. He had that shot which came off the post. I'll, yeah, I'll be honest with you. I again just watching that, I thought that went in, and I was a bit confused at first. I was like, how did that yeah. not just squeeze past the line? But it didn't. Um, and then obviously second half starts, fifty third minute penalty. Hilarious, to be honest with you, because the keeper should have done a lot better considering, you know, I know it's a penalty, you can't really do much, but considering, you know, the miss, the miss kick, or the, there, right? the, yeah, the kick beforehand, yeah, the keeper should have done a little bit better. So obviously, Havertz steps up, takes a shot. Unfortunately, it looks like obviously there's about two players in the D, which is definitely not allowed, unlike the Arsenal Bournemouth match, which is like, you know, they started an hour and a half uh, at kickoff. <laughs> anyway, we're not going to get into it. But, uh, and then obviously, Takes it again, same, same corner, same power, same technique. Everything, everything was the same. Yeah, no, that's it, it was apart from the position, and he just put it a bit closer. Yeah. It was just a, a carbon more to copy. the left. Yeah, so it doesn't. <laughs> it was a, a little bit to the left of the first, of the first kick, um, and it, then nice. rightfully, rightfully so. To be fair, two nil. Um, it says here, Ariza Balaga got a yellow card. Do we know what he got the yellow card for? Time wasting, bro. Like they scored one nil, and it just became time wasting in the first half. And I was like, "Come on, mate!" Like I oh, know in the first half, second half, and I was like, yeah. "There's like you're time wasting in fifty fifth minute or like sixty fifth minute, one or the other." And I was like, "Please not already, bro. Just take He's it. Like just already. kick it already. Like what are you doing?" I can understand. Listen, even as a fan, like even as a Chelsea fan, I hate time wasting. I hate these rolling around, the keeper waving his hands and taking the ball from one the side name to the, the other. Name side. Our tactics. 
the Neymar tactics, the rolling of the ball 20 times because you know the referee's going to tell you to go back, but you still try going for it. just, I hate it. It's, for me, it's very Spursy, very Romero for Spurs. And honestly, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to call it from now on. Romero for Spurs, time-wasting. Nice. That guy, I can't, I can't stand that guy. It's the Romero Spursian, isn't it? I think that's Romero Spursian. Yeah, I love it. That's literally it, yeah. Christian Romero Spursian. Um, but yeah, look, time wasting. It's in a way, I'm glad that the refs are stepping up to it and obviously dishing out yellow cards when yeah. whenever it's necessary. I know Jordan Pickford got one uh, against uh, when we played them the first time. I think uh, we got, a, not, got one in the first half. On, just not on as a fan be. watching football. You want to watch the game, like you don't want to be. Managers watching you. should be should be telling the keepers, like, look, I appreciate what you're trying to do with the time wasting, but the refs are on it now. They're really awake. That's it, this. yeah. So please just do it carefully or be vigilant on when you do it. If the ref's looking directly at you, then no, you shouldn't be time wasting because mm. you, you are the centre of attention, unfortunately, it's, and you get that yellow card. It's a grey area because you can see sometimes team do it. Like, let's say your team is on top and then the opposition team somehow end up pulling a, getting cramp on the 75th minute. You're like, nah, that, that's lies. You're just like literally laying down just to break the rhythm of the opposition because the opposition are on top of you. In this case, he was just wasting time because we were winning 2-0 and trying to take it steady and slow down, which is not right for me. I didn't appreciate that at all. And the referees, you're right. Like It's nice that they step, uh, they're on it, cracking down. And also what I'd like to see is like, uh, welcome at time, man. Just literally yeah. stop clock it till the mm-hmm. end and then World Cup at a time. Like, obviously, <laughs> as a Chelsea fan, when you need to win a game and you're only winning 1 0, it's yeah. not great. But then again, if your team is losing, uh, draw, sorry, wasting time, then yeah, of course, add it on. Add 13 minutes on. There's nothing stopping you from adding 20 minutes. 20 minutes, okay, exaggerate, but you know what I mean? 13, well, if 10. It's needed, if it's needed. Add double digits, yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if it's needed, if there's an injury and stuff, you've got to do it. And also, for me, I don't know if the rule has recently changed. I'll research this, but it's 30 seconds every time a player comes off, right? Every time a sub, there's 30 average, seconds yeah. added on. So why is the referee just trying to make players walk around the other side? Sometimes I think that could be dangerous. This is something I wanted to touch Especially on. Especially in away end. If yeah. you're on away end and yeah. you're getting rid of and you're winning, and then the referee says, no, no, go away by the nearest sideline. Like, ref, I'm not going to walk all the way around with away fans are all around me. It's it's dangerous. You That's something do that, that should bring up in, in, in the conferences afterwards, you know, where the players get interviewed. Oh, why did you why did the ref give you the yellow card this time? Well, I refuse to walk, you know, where the where the murderers are over there. So I think Yeah, I that's just it. Take, with their with I'll their bottles, the shot, their drinks and whatever anything. else they're gonna throw at me. So, you were yeah. you were hang on, you were in Germany, weren't you? Is that right? Were you in Germany or was it at home? No, no this was, was at the bridge. Was home, we got beat right. in Germany one nil. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, the yeah. bridge was a. That's but now, listen, Overall, for me, it was a very, very not an excellent performance, but a good performance and obviously a very good result. That was the result was very good. The performance was good, and uh, we'll see. I'm not getting carried away. Absolutely buzzing with the result, but yeah, we'll you see what be, happens yeah. tomorrow night. Have to be. Um, I mean, Again, I'm just looking. Afternoon, sorry. I'm looking at the stats real quick before we move on from Chelsea. Um, I'm looking at the stats, and it doesn't really sort of you know jump out at you to say that Chelsea, you know, were the deserved two nil winners no, again because no, I'm no. only looking at stats. This is no, for no, the stat merchants out there. Um, I'm, I'm just looking at stuff like ball possession, sixty percent to forty. I mean, you, like you said before, they were always going to control that ball around um, because at this point, at this point, it's not about Chelsea not wanting to control. I just think at this point, it's like, all right, we need to move forward. We can't. We just, need it to be yeah, direct. We mate, need to be it. direct. We yeah, need to be direct. You have the players to be direct, and the play, and you have the type of players that can cause a lot of damage to the opposition, like like your habits. I mean, obviously, fair enough. You, others may may listen to this and be like, habits really. 
Like, but yeah, but you're forgetting that Havertz was actually a good player before the, the last six months when he wasn't getting service. No, so it, yeah. yeah, he's a good player. I, I genuinely wanted him for Arsenal before he moved from Leverkusen to uh, to Chelsea. I, I've always admired that player. I think he was brilliant. So uh, again, I'm just looking I'm looking at the stats and 22 free kicks for Dortmund. By the way, what's can you explain that to me real quick? Yeah, the game, to be fair, was one like it was like that. It looks like the other half. Was like it, it was yellows. a scrappy game. It was the same in the first half where it was a dominant like, call for the uh, first leg first half. It was very similar to that scrappy game. A lot of like needless free kicks, bit of shoving and pushing, bit of seven yellow cards here and then. in the match. Yeah, seven but in yellow the cards. previous one, it was like thirteen. So if wow. anything, that's a decrease. Yeah. Not too bad. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. That's you know bad. what I mean? We fifty percent reduced it. <laughs> well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, take it's progress. It's progress. <laughs> but one thing, like um, yeah, it was bound to happen. There was a lot of car, yellow car uh, tackles here and there, so it was difficult. It was a difficult, uh, difficult. For the ref, but to be fair, the referee did well. It was difficult for the ref not to give as many yellow cards or even give more because there were challenges that deserved even. There were some reckless challenges. They deserved Jude Bellingham on Reese James towards the final minute. Yeah, Reese James break yeah, even yeah. and just goes in and just like completely just clatters into him. Nah. And you think, come on, man, like it's unnecessary. Yeah, but you know he's a competitor. He's yeah. going there. The pals, they shake hands. There was another one where Jude Bellingham goes up to Re. Uh, what's his name? Chile gets pushed in the back. For no, like he's just, he's just a little bit again. It's like little games, a bit of like Chile was running away with the ball after referee gave a free kick. I kind of drug him back to his place and then uh, his position, sorry, and he was just kicking the ball with him, you know, like just to waste yeah. time. Yeah, to yeah, of course. Kind of disorientated Dortmund. And then the opposition player, I can't remember his name, came and gave him a shove on the back. Obviously, he turns around, retaliates, gets up and shoves him on the was back. It wolf? I can't, just was handbags, it wolf? basically. Is, is it Wolf? Because I think both Chilwell and Wolf got I yellow think card. He did. They both got it at the same yeah, time. Yeah yeah, 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 they got it at the same time. And that was just because of handbags. Know, like, it wasn't anything else there um, but no it's a crappy game but just want to ask you then just want to ask you then literally this is going to be definitely the final thing we say this every we, time it just, never is but yeah go on I always <laughs> I read more and more and I just want to ask you questions um, go on my guy changes came like the big changes came the three changes uh, after the 83rd minute you got Pulisic uh, Loftus-Cheek and Zakaria coming in Gallagher before that as well now Real quick, were you happy with those changes at that point, or would I was uh, with Pulisic coming on? I thought to myself, possibly bring Mudrik on instead of Pulisic, because simply because Dortmund were going to leave so much space at the back, and Mudrik, like we saw, he recorded the fastest time, so he's clearly he's quick, he fastest time in the yeah. Prem. Uh, Pulisic just came back from injury, so when he said bringing Pulisic on, I was like, I can see why. Little square, close control, bit of low center of gravity, be able to twist and turn. But Pulisic is just weak, man. He just gets pushed off the ball instantly, straight away. Yeah. But listen, still yeah. happy with that. Uh, what's his name? Who was the other one? Conor Gallagher. Who was the other one that came on? Zakari came on as well. Zakari came on for Zakari. I was happy. Big lad, powerful, mm. strong, quick as well. Not fast, but quick. Uh, so I was happy with him there. But then when he changed both midfielders, I thought to myself, come on, like, let's, let's, what are you doing now? Do you know what I mean? He's looking, he's looking, uh, he's, he's look looking ahead. He's looking yeah. to, to Saturday. So he has to do that. We're two nil up. But obviously, if Dortmund score one, we're looking at extra time and then they get all the momentum. So that's what I was worried for as a fan. Oh, but yeah, Conor Gallagher, I was happy with Conor coming on. I've always been happy for Gallagher to play the last 25 minutes, 20 minutes, because he gives it his all. He gives his everything. And I think he got a yellow card or even gave like a couple of silly fouls as well here and there. But he needed to do that rather give fouls in the middle of the park than outside your own box you know what I mean so like he wasn't letting anybody go past him he was like if you're going past me I'm taking you down and it was clever fouls it wasn't and I use the word clever that it didn't get a yellow card it wasn't kind of looking malicious it looked like as if he attempted to get the ball but couldn't get the ball that kind of stuff really yeah 
Yeah. Um, I mean, do you have anything else you want to add on Chelsea? By the no, way? man, that's it. For me, for me, a long, long may continue. Long, obviously, hopefully, we can see a similar performance. It's going to be difficult though because they're going to sit back. Leicester are going to see what Chelsea did and going to be like, right, let's sit back and see what we can do. I'd like to go to Leicester and play with five at the back. I wouldn't change the back five. Barry Sheila can come on, but let's give Cucurella a chance. He just, excuse me, had such a great game against Dortmund. Give him a chance at, uh, at Leicester away, King Power Stadium. Play with Eve, uh, Enzo and Kovar again and keep the same top three. There's nothing wrong with them playing again after four days. You know, Recover, go again. Keep the momentum, keep the confidence going. Because if we go there and win, then all of a sudden we're three and three. Do you know what I mean? Well, we're three and 20 but like in the last three matches we've won three in all competitions yeah I think uh, I think he needs to basically in that in that vein uh, as, as he's been doing in the last couple of matches so, so um, yeah, that's it nothing from me but let's let's talk about your team my lad uh, Europa League I know what you said before we came on air but let's let's pretend like you are interested for the listeners out there who are uh, what, what are you thinking because obviously I sent you are you happy with that team you used to kind of more or less the message I got back was in the it is what it is, sort of thing. Like that's what kind of expected yeah. for Europa League to sport him. But you know, he started off well, didn't you? Winning one nil. Saliba got up, scored the goal. I watched that bit. Then I kind of after that I was like, I haven't got time. I have got to do some work. Yeah, I think. Um, look, in terms of the lineup, I had no doubt that Turner was going to start. I didn't think Kivio. I don't even know who he was. was he, Turner. He's the he's the US goalkeeper. He's the ah, right okay goalkeeper. So he's been doing all right, to be fair to him, in the matches that he has played. I think last time he played was January. So, you know, you're putting him on in this sort of game. It, look, look at you've got Turner, you've got Kivio. Uh, who else you got here? You've got Nelson starting. So you kind of get the impression that Ateta was, you know, he, he's saving his best team for the weekend. I mean, obviously, Saka Martinelli started and yeah, Vieira yeah. started. So no Odegaard, no, uh, no party starting. Um, obviously, no Gabriel starting either. Overall, overall the ma- the match itself. I'll be honest with you; it was a scrappy match. The the players like Kivio, for example, obviously he was. I wouldn't say to blame for the first uh, for the for the goal uh, for their first goal, but you know he wasn't sharp enough to sort of you know be covering be covering that defensive uh, that, that sort of that man to man defending that we were trying to do. But yeah, I I watched I watched I watched the match, but it was kind of like watching with one eye because, like I've said to you before, it's. It's the Europa League. It doesn't excite me. It it, it just doesn't. Um, so that's why I was actually playing a bit of Fallout as well. Just full discretion for everyone out there. So that that's that that's as far as I went with it. Um, obviously Saliba scores, which is great. That's three goals by the way this season from a defender. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. That's more than Richarlison's yeah. scored this season. So that's always good. <laughs> Dig at the opposition. Always, always. Any any excuse? Well, I don't need excuses. So. Um, they do it to themselves. They don't need excuses. Do. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I, I was happy to see Martinelli up front because obviously Enketia Trossard, they're both uh, both injured or ill. Jesus not ready to come back just yet. I know he's been training. There was talks of him being in the squad, but he was on. He wasn't on the bench. So it it, it was always going to be a tricky match. It was never going to be a walkover. Like you know, Sporting Sporting. By the way, did you know this that Sporting Lisbon they don't like to be called Sporting Lisbon. No, I didn't know this. Was no, the they want to be called Sporting Club de Portugal. So just okay. That's just something that I I only found out, and I was like, that's just the worst thing. It's like basically Arsenal and Chelsea being called Arsenal of London and Chelsea of London. So it, or of England, of England, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Come right? On, bro. So Sorry just out, yeah. Sporting so of Portugal, Sporting Club Relax of Portugal, yourself. all that shit. Yeah. Um, You're from yes. Lisbon, pal. Stop <laughs> embarrassing yourself. <laughs> I'm going to tell you a story about that at the end of the podcast. But off air. 
Um, so yeah, so it wasn't. It was never going to be an easy game, and it it showed because the, you know there was the three key players, like you know the Vieras, for example, and the Kivios. The three, sorry, the three key positions were taken by players that don't really play that much, don't have that much yeah. game time, and it really showed. It really showed there was so much gap between the players; they couldn't find the right passes. The passing was so slow, and sometimes again, just going back to Horgi, if that guy is close knit with everyone, everyone's close to him in close proximity he's very good he can find the passes intricate passes you think hmm, how do you do that but then you you create some space around him or you leave some space in between the players that guy will not know how to run back he just does yeah. not how to track back and he wasn't by the way he had a decent game like he, he wasn't to blame for anything um, I think more defensively like the QBRs Zinchenko you know Zinchenko's great he's all good in midfield but then in, in that defensive role you think hmm that's your job. That's literally your job. There's no one else to do that job apart from you, Zinchenko. Yeah, so, that's what you're there for. Yeah, that is what you're there for. Okay, when we're going forward, fine. But you need to be clever enough not to commit too far forward to the point where you're leaving space behind, you know? Um, and then obviously, rightfully so, he came off in the second half. Um, Tommy Asu came on. Tommy Asu did a brilliant job. As soon as he came on, left back, running up and down, getting the crosses in, going in for the tackles, just stealing the ball, basically. And uh, it's... It's something. It's good to see. Basically, hold on. Let me just put my phone on charge. Uh, my my laptop on charge. I just had to put mine on charge now because that's why you heard that. Yeah, and you reminded me as well, so that's why I looked at my battery. And I, good job I did because it was about to die. And um, so, so look, I don't want to. I'll be honest. I don't want to keep talking about this Arsenal performance too much or the Europa League too much because it's again the, the focus. It's not your primary goal, though, is it? Effectively on the on the league. Yeah, clearly exactly. On the league, you know, your you being in this competition is. Obviously, you have to be there because that's yeah. the position you've qualified, and nobody predicted that you guys were going to be top of the league this no. year. Because if you weren't no, no, and you were no, fighting no. top four, you would go all out to of win this trophy. Because yeah. obviously, then it'll be guaranteed Champions League football next year. Yeah. But now that you're doing so well and so far ahead, what is it? Five points ahead, I think five it is. Five points ahead, yeah. Five points. Five ahead. We're all ahead. on uh, same same games, same match. Same games, five points ahead, exactly. So you know that is pr- your primary goal is to focus on winning that. And I compare this to uh, Zinchenko. Primarily, you've been brought in to defend. <laughs> That's your goal for the Prem. Secondary is your attack and trying to get uh, side quests. This is a That's side it. quest it's linking into your yeah. to mission. your Fallout game. This is your side quest. Love Europa it. League is a little side oh. mission that you're hey. doing. So yeah, hey. for me, that's why I stopped watching it as well. I saw the lineup. I thought I'll give it a little bit, see what's yeah. happening. Just Obviously, it's a bit more interesting, a bit of yeah, research. Yeah, yeah. For us to have a chat, but I'll be honest with you. Like after the first goal for Arsenal, I was like. I hope they win because it's English teams and you know what I feel yeah. like about English teams in the Europe, Premier League yeah, course, around course. the world. And uh, yeah, man. But then I heard you went down 2-1 but then still won 2-2. So yeah. again, that's that fight mentality even with a young team. Don't don't take the L. It's not about it. I'll be honest, it's, it wasn't even about like, you know, sort of the 2-1, the 2-1 at that point. I think they deserve to be 2-1 up uh, Sporting Lisbon, the club, whatever it is. <laughs> Whatever it is, all right, I'm going to have to beep that out because we're going to get our opponent, <laughs> the opponent, yes, uh, the enemy. But no, I think, like I said, they deserve to be two one up because again, we were just sloppy. We were just absolutely mm-hmm. sloppy. We were committing too many men forward, and they, they countered. They've got good counter-attacking players. We're talking about a Portuguese team, the the Benficas and the and the Sporting Lisbon. This is where all the wingers come from. Yeah, you know, literally. the Williams, the Ronaldos, the yes, Ed Nazards. Yes. No, Azad didn't come from there, Hazard obviously. Didn't come from there, but but no. I'm just saying, like... The Diaz is, the Liverpool, and yeah, yeah, that's what you're they're always come, yeah, They always come from from uh, from Portugal. So, in a way, I don't think that was... I don't think I'd had to sort of 
thought about that too much, you know, because mm. again, when you think the fact that um, like Jacker wasn't playing, for example, you know, you need that little bit of you know defensive stability in that midfield, and everything changed. Party came on um, in the second half. He again. He is literally the party starter for us. Like, yeah, I know it sounds cliche, but he is such a good player and such an important player for us. Like, I just hope that he stays fit till the end of the season, and I think we've got a great chance to win it. Because once he goes, it's literally flick, uh, it's flipping a coin. Yeah. It's flipping a coin. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm not saying Jorginho's not going to do a good job. He'll do the best he can. But what party provides is just something different, and yeah, that's why yeah. Zinchenko could have all that fun going forward because he knows he's got party there. He knows Jack is going to come back. You know what I mean? The Salibas and the Gabriels, they yeah, don't have Jacka to go will cover. If Zinchenko goes so far up, Jacka yeah. can cover. But the, drop the, into that the Salibas and position. the Gabriels, they don't need to go too far forward because like, well, well, we've got party there, we've got Odegaard, we've got Zinchenko, who can do something going forward. So, mm-hmm. But look, overall, overall, at, I wasn't too impressed with the match, but at the same time, I wasn't you know, too pissed off that you know it was 2-2 yeah, in yeah. the end. It, it was... It was a lucky goal. I mean, we got lucky because uh, Morita, which is the, the deflected, the right? Yeah. Is this a deflection yeah. show you're talking about? Yeah, that's I saw right. It on the highlights, off, yeah. Jack is shot, deflected off Morita, two-two. Doesn't matter was, how they go in, though, right? Yeah, that, that. Of course not. Of course not. And uh, and then after that, it just sort of you know, and obviously Martinelli. I don't know if you saw Martinelli's run. The run, yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, that deserved a goal. That, that was such a great run. He got too greedy by the end of it because he wanted to take the keeper on where he could have just as easily just slid it, yeah, yeah. slid it or chipped the keeper or something like that. But yeah, I think I think he took it a bit too far. It's fine. It was one of those matches. Like, it wasn't meant to be. That win wasn't meant to come. You know. So we've, obviously we face him at the Emirates in a week's time, and we still got a chance. Still got no, a chance. You'll probably, the thing is, two-two away is not a bad result. You could win at the Emirates like easily. I can see Arsenal winning if you put a stronger team out. You're winning that game comfortably. I think so. If we if we especially beat... at the Emirates, if you really wanted to, but then again, it becomes a question of you can do that and win, and entertain the fans who go there for a European night. Yeah. Or think about the longer picture, the bigger picture. Yeah, put in place because the question is going to be then why Martinelli got injured. Because Saka is Saka okay by the way? Because we're talking about possible injury for Saka. Is he all right? He's all right. Yeah, Saka's all right. I mean, that guy is just like the Terminator, bro. He just doesn't. That guy, yeah, yeah. exactly. Touch wood, touch wood. I don't want to jinx it or anything. No, I don't want to wish any. I don't want to wish ill health on anyone, especially like. Especially, I hope you lose every game, but especially Saka, like such a sweet kid. Like he's such a nice guy as well. Like he's fantastic, and I love what Rambo said about him as well, saying like I'm not worried about him not signing a contract because. He will, uh, he will be here pre-season regardless if he's only got a day left as well, which will go to show that Saka loves the club, loves Arsenal. Because, and it goes back to what you said for Chelsea players. You need players who've come from the academy that know what it's like to be a Chelsea player, an Arsenal player yeah. from the age of seven, the age of 10. Do you know what I mean? And you know, life commitment the with these teams. That's it, you, know, literally, you, yeah. you need to commit your whole life to it. But, uh, so, but yeah, look, no, I, don't have, I, I don't have anything else. I don't want to add anything else on Arsenal because I just, it, yeah, it is what it is. I've explained my reasons. Let's do, let's Should go do, do some, some predictions? weekly predictions. Yeah, we'll do some let's predictions. Have, yeah. All right. So well, you got uh, the we'll fixtures fr- there, or? Yeah, I've got the fixtures here. Do you want to write something down or? I'll let you write something down because I'm in this blue zone right now, bruh. Oh yeah, he's in the blue zone, and we're not talking about the uh, the Chelsea fan zone either. So, no, but he no, looks like no, it to no. be fair. All we're like talking it. about is that any sports cars. That's where it's at. <laughs> Always and every day. Um, day right. Every day. I tell you what, then we'll start off. We'll just fly through we these. Bournemouth, Liverpool. Bournemouth, Liverpool. First, what are we thinking? Uh, Liverpool win for me. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a demolition of Bournemouth. To yeah. be honest with you. So let me just. I'm going to go three one. I think they'll get a consolation goal, but I think it'll be three one Liverpool. I'm going four 0 Liverpool. Um, I just think the momentum coming from that Man United match. I think it's going to carry yeah. on. What are you saying? Three one. Three one for me. Yeah, I think. 3-1. I think Bournemouth will score. Love it. Um, Everton Brentford. 
Mind you, actually, now I'm going to take it back. I'm just, had a th- I'm just having a thought. They haven't scored. Like, Liverpool haven't conceded for the past three games. So, no, no, I'm going to go 3-0 Liverpool. You're going to go 3-0 Liverpool. I love it. 3-0. Um, change that. Change that. And then we've got Everton-Brentford. Uh, what are we saying? What are we saying? I'm oh, going to go... tough. Yeah, it's a Goodison, it's by the way, a with a Sean Dice team. Goodison as well. With a Sean mm. Dice team. So, you tell me. But they've got no one to score goals. I don't even know where their goals are going to come from. Brentford... Uh, Brentford have got people to, to score. Really. Brentford will score, but I mean Everton. Not Everton, yeah, for an no. Everton at home. They need Richarlison back. Um, yeah, that's a joke, by the way. I think, it might, be a, yeah. I think it might be a might be a draw for me. I think it might, draw. Be, it might be draw. Yeah, draw possibly possibly Brentford nick it. I was going to go with a Brentford like one 0 or something like that. Yeah, that's what I mean by nicking as well. One nil, possibly two one. Quite a well, scrappy game, really. What are you going with? Uh, now I'm going to go against what I said, man. I think Everton will win. Ooh. Everton win one nil. Oh, I know. Usually, I know. that's usually just Larry's everything tactic. what I've just said, but I'm just going to go for <laughs> it's that. Usually, yeah. Larry's tactic to do it, doing that type of yeah, stuff, you know, yeah, ooh, no. flipping and flopping. I love it. Flipping uh, and flopping. Flipping and flopping. Uh, right, let me just get my phone back up because you know, face ID. Just, Next you know, is Leeds. Uh, Leeds Brighton. Leeds Brighton. Oh God, um, I know Leeds need to win, but I just don't see how they're going to win against Brighton. I'll be honest with you. Um, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with a Brighton two 0 Actually, two one Brighton. I'm going to go with. 2-1 Brighton. 2-1 Brighton. I think Brighton as well. I think Leeds, I think Leeds are going to go down this year. Oh, don't, man, don't. I know it's, it's early, but I, I don't really sad. want them to go down either. But I think they, they, play such, they play good football and it's attacking and it's a high intensity. But yeah, I think Brighton are going to win that as well. And uh, possibly this... 3-1. I think Brighton will score a lot of goals at least. What are you saying? 3-1? 3-1 Brighton. Wow. Yeah. Do you know what? It, just looking at that, it could be a nice one for Leeds though because they've got decent players like the Somerville. I can see him scoring. I can see him doing some... Somerville, yeah, we'll try. But I think, I think again, Brighton just seem to be so well organised and playing really well. And so, yeah, for me, I can't see anything but a Brighton win. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up is Leicester-Chelsea. <laughs> what are we thinking? <laughs> at the minute I think uh, 4-0 Chelsea but uh, no, I don't think it's going to be that more realistically uh, can we go there keep a clean sheet yeah we're more than capable can we go there score goals yeah more than capable but I think I'm going to go with 2-0 Chelsea 2-0 Chelsea now bear in mind every time I say Chelsea I predict Chelsea for a win they always lose so I'm yeah, going to go with a Chelsea the win up. <laughs> I'm going to go with a Chelsea win I'm going to go with a shut the fuck up I'm going to go with a 2-1 Chelsea so you fucking out lad alright <laughs> a 2-1 Chelsea and you're saying 2-0 Chelsea Wow. 2-0 Chelsea, yes. We've scored two Ballsy. goals. If we Ballsy. score three, I'll probably predict 3-0 Chelsea in the next game. Ballsy, love it. Um, I, I like what you're saying, Rick, but uh, you know, it's educated guesses. That's what we do here. Yeah. Educated guesses. Uh, next match is oh God, Tottenham Forest. Nil um, nil. I'm already going nil nil. Tottenham can't seem to score, man. Tottenham, I don't think they've scored in the past three games know, or two games. Last time they played Notts Forest, Forest did really well, and then Tottenham came back and won it. So I think, I think at the at their ground, I think Tottenham are gonna win it. And I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to say it. I really hope Nottingham Forest win, and I'm hoping uh, they'll do that. But yeah, for me, it's going to be a draw. Nil-nil, one-one, one or the other. I'm going to put nil-nil down for you, so draw, fair enough. I'm going to go one-nil Tottenham. I know I don't want to, but I can't help it. Um, no, I think Chris Wood's going to score for Nottingham Forest, actually. I've got a feeling he'll, he'll get on the end of a cross or something. Like from the... See, these are the so, words yeah. that I want you to say when it comes against Spurs. You know, I, I love these words. I can't stand Spurs. I watched, I watched bits of that game as well, Champions League. I know we're doing predictions, but very quickly, oh my God, they were awful. Yeah. Awful. Yeah. 
embarrassing. I can't believe I wasted time watching some of the match. <laughs> Honestly, awful, awful. I'm so glad awful. this is one of those times where I'm glad that I didn't have BT Sparks. So I wasn't tempted to actually put oh, it on. Mate, awful, no. awful game. Um, and then last game on Saturday, we've got Palace City. Mississippi. It's going to be a City win. I was going to go City win or possibly even a draw, but I think no, City will win. City will continue to apply pressure. I'm going to go three because they're going to play first. So yeah, then I don't think possibly you know because yeah, yeah possibly 3-0 as well yeah put me down for 3-0 put you down for a 3-0 love it put me down for a 3-0 as well yeah. nice. you want some, sounds uh, like it's if I'm buying shares on Wolf of Wall Street you want some cook oh right I was going with the drinks um, oh right okay let's move it on to Sunday we've got uh, first match we've got obviously Arsenal uh, well Fulham Arsenal this is a big game for you guys. Awesome you know, Fulham are doing really really well awesome Fulham game. Mitrovic has been playing with, did you I, uh, you drew didn't you at the Emirates Yes. Was it 1-1? One, 2-2? One, two, two, no, one or the other? I'm sure we beat Fulham. Oh, did you beat Fulham I last time? I beat Fulham last time, yeah. I can't remember because I know Mitrovic scored and we were talking about what happened. There's no way. I'm just on BBC Sports here quickly looking at head-to-head Fulham. See if there's anything around. Right, head-to-head. Let's have a look. What was the last result? Not even a head-to-head. I just need to know. I think it might have been a draw, you know. I think he might have just luckily scraped a win. Sorry, not luckily win is the wrong way of saying lucky because there's nothing luck. Um, but yeah, do you, know yeah. do you know what it is? Where is it? That's what I want to know. Arsenal have won all four of their away London derbies this season without conceding a goal. There you go. So we must. Well, yeah. Well, no, we Brentford. No, we I think you've won one here. So one-one Brentford. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so no, I don't know how that stands up, but okay. Um, no, I said the away derby. So every time you've travelled to Brentford, you've won away to right. Chelsea. You've won away to Spurs. You've won, and whoever else is in like, Crystal Palace, you've won. So I think for this one, though, I think it's going to be tough. I think he'll play well. Uh, I really like that Paulinho guy. I think his name is uh, pa- Paulina. Sorry, not Paulinho. Paulina. I think yes, he's very he's good. But he's serving he's a, a too much yeah. band. Yeah, he's too much band for accumulating for sure. ten yellow cards this season. So he won't be playing. No, so he's not going to play. So for me, I think then yeah, in that case, Arsenal win. Arsenal win. Arsenal win three one. Yeah, I think if he played, he's wow. he's very good, but uh, it makes it a bit trickier for you guys. But yeah, for me, three one Arsenal. I'm gonna go with a two nil because you know I'm trying to be nice to Fulham as well. But Mitrovic, that Mitrovic, honestly, man, like, he scares me. He scares me because you can have one of those matches where you just cannot stop him. Mm. Um, all right, it depends on what frame of mind he's in. You're right, hundred percent. If if he gets if he gets frustrated, then I, he doesn't do that well. But you know, uh, then we've got Man United Southampton. Now look. Obviously, an embarrassment last week for United, and I, I said we can have a podcast dedicated to this. Seven different podcasts for the seven different goals <laughs> that they conceded. Yeah, one a week, uh, one a day. Sorry for a week. By one Manchester United fan, neither zero zero mm. fan on all seven. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No, I don't want any of them. Uh, so, what are you thinking realistically? I'm thinking for this one. Uh, realistically, I think they'll win. I, think uh, win I saw well. Europa against Betis. They mm-hmm. played the exact same eleven, but changed the position. And the positions that they all played is exactly three positions that I said to you: keep the same formation, yeah. just change three players. Rotate uh, why Rashford was in front. I don't know. Literally cl- counterclockwise. Yeah. Put, uh, Rashford to the left. Move Bruno top. to the centre. Going horse to the top. All it is is just literally That's counterclockwise yeah. movement. And that's what they did. And they looked unstoppable. Bruno loved playing in that 10 role. Casemiro behind him. Going horse well, up yeah. top. And Rashford and Anthony either side. Anthony is a weak, uh, weak point for me in the Man United team. He's not very good going forward. He's got a great left foot, but that's all he has is just left foot. But yeah, I think Man United will win possibly 4-0 to kind of put, put, uh, they need to put, put a performance in. I put 5-1. 
So I think they're yeah, going to. Gonna... Both gone for a four goal difference, but yeah. I think I think they won't concede. I don't think they'll concede unless James Ward Prowse gets somehow a free kick. But I can rarely think of a free kick. So yeah, no, I don't think they'll concede. I think it'll be four nil. Oh United. no, I'm going. With, I'm sticking with that five one because I I just think they, they're going. It's all about the goals rather than the goal difference, isn't it? They just need, that's it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be about putting a performance in, especially after losing seven seven nothing. So they need to back to back performances at Old Trafford. And then we've got West Ham Villa. What are we thinking? This should be an interesting game. I mean, West Ham it is lose this game. game. Yeah, that's it for Moyes. I feel that's it. For it, Moyes it has to be. This, yeah. It has to be for me as well because obviously, where are they? Like they're a point above the drop. I can see. And this if they draw, lose this point and so on, they could really go. They could really go down. If it's a draw as well, they could. They'll be down there. So yeah, uh, yeah. For me as well, I think it's a draw. Good evening versus one, yeah. these guys will be. And they've just don't forget Thursday night they were away at Cyprus coming back. Two days recovery and plus travel. I'm, trying to, be, I'm trying to be nice to West Ham and Moyes, but I just no. I think no. I'm going to take it away from them. I think yeah. they'll lose at home, and I think Villa will win three uh, one. I've got two two. Are you going with three one Villa? Three one Villa. Yeah. Love what you're saying. Love what you're saying. Uh, last match on the Sunday is Newcastle versus Wolves. What are we thinking? I'm going to go with my Geordie boys. Yeah. Geordie boys two one. Wow, two one. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was just going to go with a cheeky little one nil. To be honest. Yeah, possibly as well, but no, I think two one. I'm two one, two nil, one or the others. Yeah, will be there. I feel like I, f- I think they will score goals. I've got a feeling they will score goals. Yeah. So yeah, two one. See, we'll see what happens. Um, right. Do we have anything else to add? By the way, before no, we that's leave? pretty much it, my guy. That's Perfect. pretty much it. We will be back next week with more F one. Obviously, once the uh, once the Saudi Arabian GP starts on the Friday, we'll uh, we'll do some predictions for the F one. Obviously, on the Friday and then on the Sunday, we'll discuss the race and so on. Uh, but until but that's then, next week, we're still going to meet on Sunday week. to yeah, recap yeah, the course, Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll course, see. Yeah, yeah. We'll listen. To, you'll hear us all. Premier League Sunday, Monday. Yeah, Premier League is just something that obviously you know we do anyway. But F one because obviously it's just started. We'll uh, come back next week with uh, with more F one predictions yeah. and uh, clean reviews. those ears, ready for that crisp sound coming through the speakers. And lights out. Away we go. Good. Uh, right. <laughs> no, that's it from me. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you on the next one. And uh, until then, stay safe. Stay alert.